Hello, you guys. Welcome back to On Point. This feels like a true welcome back because I have been in Europe for the past three weeks. If you don't follow me already, then you wouldn't know that. But I just got home like basically yesterday and I am so jet lagged this time. Like normally I'm really good with the jet lag. Like I can beat it pretty fast. But this time like I am wiped out. And I feel a little bit delusional, but <laughs> I wanted to sit down and film a podcast. I am don't even know what I'm wearing. I don't really care. I just wanted to film this podcast to let you guys know what I learned in Europe because it was the best trip I've had in a while. And I did plan it really spontaneously. I went to New York for my friend's birthday, which I planned probably like a week before I was going to go to New York. And then a day before I left for New York, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be halfway across, you know, to fly from LA to Europe is like a big commitment. Like it's a long flight, you know, but I was like, I'm already in New York. Then the flight's going to be shorter. I might as well go to Europe for a little bit of my summer because my mom was in Portugal for the past month. She's still there now, but she was there. She's staying with a family friend that I love and know, and there was, like, you know, space for me to come. So I was like, why don't I go, you know? Just plan it on a whim, no expectations. I would be staying with someone who's local that knows everything about wherever could take me places, and I felt, like, comfortable in doing that. And it was almost like... It was a solo trip, but with company. You know what I mean? Like, I am free to do whatever I want. I'm doing this independently, but I also have, like, security and people that know the area and what to do. So, I decided to book my flight, and I went from New York to Portugal, and I had the best trip ever. I love Lisbon. It is so beautiful. I really do think now that I know, like, I went on tour last summer, if you guys knew that or not, to Europe, and I visited all these European cities, but we're there for, like, if not the night, like, one day, and I try to explore, but, like, you kind of just see the main touristy spots and call it a day, where I was in Portugal now, yeah, I was there, I spent time there for, like, two weeks, and... I was like so immersed in the culture and, and knew like the spots and it wasn't just like, oh, I sightsee. It's like I really felt the energy there and I loved it. So I definitely think in the future, if I'm visiting, I have to spend enough time there to really like get into the way of life. And I feel like I did that in Portugal. But you guys, it was so amazing. And I know that they say like travel and seeing the world can really change your perspective and really help you heal through a lot of things. But God, it is so true. It is so true. I was feeling so kind of suffocated and uninspired and unmotivated here in LA in my home. I just felt like, I don't know, I just felt like I couldn't breathe and, and I wasn't inspired and and I needed something to spark and I needed a change and I needed to like be away from my home to be able to miss it again. And I didn't necessarily miss it. Like, I, <laughs> if I had it my way, I'd still be there and probably just be there for life. But I had to come home. I missed my dog. And I have work to do, obviously. So, but 
it's inspired me. I definitely know what I need to do, and that is travel more. But regardless, I learned so many things while I was out there, and I was like, I need to write all this down and take it home with me because I've been needing, I've known recently that I've been needing some type of change in my life and I'm just not sure what it is. I need some type of spark. I need something that I believe in. I need something to believe in that like really changes the way I live, you know? And I think travel and seeing other parts of the world and seeing how other people live has really been that change for me. I was raised pretty European. My mom is fully Danish and my dad is fully German. Um, and they have very strong accents. They live a very European lifestyle in the way that they eat and celebrate and just live in general. So I'm pretty familiar with the way of life when it comes to visiting Europe. Like I feel very at home because there's so many traditions and just like an overall feeling that you feel when you go to Europe that I'm familiar with. Very much so in Denmark. Like when I go to Copenhagen, I feel so at home because my mom is just very traditionally Danish. She knows how to create the hygge. Hygge is like the word for basically like a vibe that Danes create <laughs> of like nice music and happy energy and everyone gets together to enjoy food and candles and good lighting and that in general, I feel like Europe just knows how to have that. Obviously, also Europe just has so much more history. You know, these buildings are like so ancient and old. America is still pretty new when you think about it. But here's the number one thing I learned from being in Europe, and that is pace of life and like everyone's internal clock. Growing up in America, especially living in LA, especially working in the industry I'm in, there's such a rush and a need for success at such a young age. And every morning I wake up and I'm rushing. I'm, I'm Before I even open my eyes, I feel guilt for not working hard enough. I wake up, I'm, I'm making my coffee as fast as I can. I'm doing my dishwasher with my left foot. I'm, you know breaking glasses on accident because I'm so rushed for what there's nowhere I need to go there's literally nothing I need to do except for you know maybe film a couple things during the day and and try to be inspired to come up with ideas but I feel so much pressure so much pressure to be so productive and be and grind like there's just this grind mentality that I feel like America has as a whole like I mean, the American dream is is that, right? It's like creating that success for yourself and having that, having, yeah, just having that success where as in Europe, I feel like, of course people have that, but it's not so forced and it's not so, it doesn't run their life so much as in America work and grind. It's just like, oh, that's what runs your life. It what runs your day where... When I was in Europe, I felt like what ran people's day was like enjoying the gift of life and being here and being together with everybody and enjoying quality over just quantity. And that's just basically the main thing I'm taking home with me is just my internal clock needs to be completely different. Like, I think for some people it works. It works to wake up and grind and want to go out and and another thing is like, I feel like I have so much pressure in my life to want to live this lifestyle of 
grinding, going out with my friends, partying, constantly being seen, constantly going out where I've tried so hard to live that lifestyle and I've tried it before and it just does not nourish me. Like it really does not nourish me. And I think a lot of the times I'd be like, blame it on fear or blame it on anxiety of not going out or I don't know. I think also a lot of my friends or people in my life just think once I once I handle my anxiety, I'll be a more fun person and want to go out and stuff. But I genuinely think it's just not in my nature and it's not anything that nourishes me. Like I've never been that girl. I've never been that type of person that actually enjoys it. Every time I go out and I'm with these girls or, or anybody, anytime I go out, I'm trying so hard to fit into this idea that people think a 22 year old should be you know especially in the industry I'm in where in reality if I had it my way and didn't care about what people thought about me and had the money and and like the stability to be able to choose my life right now I would a hundred percent be living on a ranch in probably like Nashville or Montana and have chickens and goats and likely probably just start having kids and I know that sounds so crazy and it sounds crazy to me like I wouldn't even want to tell anybody that because I feel like I'd be so judged I feel like that is looked upon as kind of giving up on on the grind of life and and giving up on success and doing what you want for yourself but I don't I don't think that's true I think everyone has their own path and their want and and what nourishes them the best and some people in their 20s want to grind and they want to have that success for themselves and they want to go out and they want to party and it's like what nourishes what 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 makes them feel alive but for me that completely makes me feel dead like the morning after I wake up after going out and going and partying is just awful <laughs> I've never felt worse I feel so judged especially in LA everyone just goes out and looks at each other and is like who can offer the most to me who's the most famous who's wearing the best this and I feel so inadequate when in reality, I know what I offer. I know my worth. I know what I bring to the table. And I think I'm a really good person. Like on the inside, I, I feel like I'm a good person and I have good intentions. But I completely second guess all of that. The second I go out, the second I'm around like men that are looking at girls and, and I'm trying to like appeal to them or the second I am just drinking and drunk and, and come home, it's just not me. Like don't get me wrong. I enjoy a drink here and there. <laughs> like I I would way rather have my friends over for a dinner where I cook, where we have a wholesome night, where we're drunk on wine because we're just having the best time together than stand in a club, not even talk and take shots of tequila. Like that just does nothing for me. It does nothing for me <laughs> at all. I don't know how I got into this tangent. Oh yeah, Europe. Okay. They definitely go out and drink and party, but there's an energy out there of no one is above anybody else. Everyone there is on their same level and they're there to enjoy life together. Like, I didn't go out and, and party in Portugal. Like, I didn't go out to clubs and stuff, but I did go to a drag bar one of the nights with my mom and her friend. And it was just a small drag bar, but everyone there, there was like a bachelorette party. There was a group of girls that were just there for fun there was a group of like guys and we were all just there standing in this club and like 
I looked around at everyone and I felt so a part of it, you know, like there was no one looking at each other and judging. It was just everyone was there and then we were watching this drag show and the drag show was interactive. They'd pull people on stage. We're cheering for the girl who's getting married. It's just, it was so fun and there was no pressure and no one cared. No one cared what anyone looked like or did or what they, how many followers or anything like that. Like it was just so, I don't know what the word is united (laughs) I don't know how to explain it but it was so refreshing and then I went home and I felt alive like I felt invigorated because I felt like I came home with all this good energy where I guess in LA specifically I just come home feeling so depleted because I feel like everyone's just taking out this energy and they make me feel like I'm not a good person for some reason it could also be me it could also be the way that I perceive myself and how I think people perceive me. But that's the biggest thing I learned in Europe is just the internal clock for me has to be different. The guy who I was staying with, our family friend, he has his routine of waking up. He has his tray. He has his egg maker. He makes his egg. He puts it in a cup. He has his bread from the bakery around the corner that he just loves. He buys, you know, every couple days. He has his cheese he loves and he makes his tray goes outside eats it outside while he's like maybe reading his book and then he dips in the pool in the morning and then starts his day like to start your day off like that I feel like I used to have a routine like that but I've lost that and I kind of tagged along and, and joined him with this routine and I made my little breakfast tray and my coffee and my whatever and then I went in the pool and that's how I kind of started my day it was almost like a cold plunge in a way but it really it set me up for the day I didn't have to rush to to do anything I didn't have to be productive as soon as I woke up in the day like no I'm enjoying my life we're here for only so long I'm gonna wake up I'm gonna do what makes me happy enjoy my life and Obviously, I understand that I have a privilege in which my job allows me to do things like that, you know? Not everyone has that where, as if you work an office job or a nine-to-five, and I understand, like, for me saying this now, that is a little bit contradictory or privileged to say that, but that doesn't mean that you can't have a routine or, or do things that make you happy. It doesn't have to be so extra as taking a pool dip in the morning, you know? Like, just building a routine for yourself and doing things that you enjoy and not like giving into the pressure of of grinding all the time like it's just so exhausting it's exhausting the minute I came home I came into my house everything felt so cluttered I just wanted to be back in like a minimalistic simple simple space simple world that Portugal was for me Um, But I came here and everything just felt so cluttered and extra and and so much quantity. And I feel like a lot of the times that's the thing in America is everything's bigger, right? And better and portion sizes are huge. And you like success means that you have more, you know, generally. But I came in this house and everything felt so dirty and gross and cluttered. And I was trying to organize my like glasses and then I was moving so fast and I cut I like broke the glass on accident and I cut my fingers and I was like, what am I doing? Why am I moving this fast? There's no rush. Why don't I just take my time, enjoy my day? No one's waiting on me. No one's like relying on me right now. Why am I rushing? 
And I feel like maybe I'm someone that's very impacted by my surroundings, which I know. Like, I definitely know that's that's something that I I carry. Like, when I'm at my house is clean, I'm definitely in a clearer headspace. I can do, like, things, other things in my life better when I know that I have a clean house. But I think maybe since I moved out to the city and I moved into this house, even if my house is, is organized and I have my oasis here, because I live in the city, I... I think there's just an, a chaos that doesn't sit well with me. Like, I'm not someone that's meant to be a city girl, <laughs> a city girl. I definitely think I need to be somewhere where it's a little bit quieter, more slow down. And I'm not like, I feel almost here like I have to live a certain life and I'm forced to be a part of this pace and lifestyle and wake up and go outside and go to Trader Joe's and fight for parking and, and like fight for my life at all times. I don't, I just, it doesn't, it's not for me. I really do think I, it's time for me to move somewhere remote <laughs> and just take my time and live, live on my own timing and live for myself. I think that's definitely a step I need to take. So Europe taught me that maybe I should just move to Europe. Maybe I should. I could, I have a Danish passport, so Maybe I'll do that, but Europe's so great. Oh, everyone needs to go do a trip like that. Okay, next thing I'm taking home with me from Europe is intention. And that is the word I wrote down when I was thinking about this idea because there's just a level of intention out there that I haven't seen in a while. And it's something that I feel like I did grow up with because I have European parents of like, okay, guys, like we're going to have these people over for dinner on Saturday. What should we cook? Should we get this new bread from the bakery we love? Or like, oh, Luna, did you remember that dessert you tried at that place? Maybe we should get it. Like planning and intention and we want to have a good night and being a good host and and just having more. It's not so on a whim and planned and flaky. It's just like it's intention and it's like knowing what you want and planning that I think I haven't had for a while because it could also be my age group but I do know and I've said it before a lot of people in LA are flaky and it's like if I even and I become it too I've become it too if I told somebody let's have a dinner on Sunday night like I probably know it's not gonna happen and I already know we're not going to follow up about it. And even if they do, I'll probably cancel and say that I forgot I had something. But I just, I say all these empty promises without any intention at all. And even if I were to plan, even if I like, if even if I texted my friends right now and was like, okay guys, Saturday night, let's do summer dinner. I know they, I know something would come up and, and it probably wouldn't happen. But I guess maybe the word is accountability. More, m There's more accountability out there. But again, I also was hanging out with more with adults. <laughs> so maybe it's just an age thing and not such a European thing necessarily. But it's something I want to bring into my life regardless. I want to find people that are accountable, that want to have quality time and are intent like intend to keep plans because I've become that and it stresses me out. Like I know I know myself and I know I'm a Capricorn and I know I have a lot of OCD and issues. So control is something that 
I struggle with. So I've tried harder and harder to be more easygoing and go with the flow. And like, it's so funny. I grew up. Well, I have I have I don't know if it's a thing, but I do. I mean, I have OCD. I'm diagnosed with OCD, but my specific OCD is with sleep. So I growing up always needed to sleep with one certain shirt. And if it wasn't that shirt, I can't sleep. And one certain pair of underwear. And if it weren't those pair of underwear, I couldn't sleep. Like I would wash them every single day. If if you were to tell me like, oh, you can go sleep at your friend's house and, and you can just wear whatever. I like actually couldn't do that. I literally couldn't. Even to this day. Even to this day, I couldn't do that. And I need to have everything very specific when I'm sleeping. It's something that I have a lot of control over but over the years I've really tried to work on it and I remember when I got my first boyfriend and would sleep at his house that was already a huge deal like huge deal that I would sleep anywhere else um and then and then up to now it's just it's something that I work on constantly so I know a big problem in me is to stop planning ahead and be more spontaneous but fuck that I'm going back to my old ways (laughs) not really but when it comes to like planning or seeing people, I want to be more intentional with it. And it's something that I miss so much. I miss that feeling of knowing that I have a plan to look forward to and not just living day by day. You know, there's perks that come with that too. I, I think everyone should always live in the present, but it, there's something so comforting knowing that I have a dinner plan on Saturday with friends and I get to plan and intend for what I want to cook and have people over like I just I love that feeling and I miss it so I'm taking that home with me thank you Europe for reminding me about that I think I already said it but another thing that I really am taking home with me is just quality over quantity and I think as I've gotten older I've definitely tried to incorporate that more in my life you know I used to be so into the whole fast fashion ordering a bunch of stuff that I'll wear once and you know I still contribute some part to that but as I've grown I think I've invested more in more like vintage secondhand or designer pieces that I'll have for a long time and that of course is something that I'm constantly working on but I think being there I kind of saw this minimalistic lifestyle with stuff that you just really really love that isn't so disposable and I think something for me that I've learned is this year I've had this severe Amazon addiction where I've I've ordered more on Amazon this year than I've ever had in my whole entire life like most everything in my house is from Amazon and there's not like it's not like there's something wrong with that but when I go, when I was in Portugal and I saw like just the buildings, how everything's built, it's just all so special and not so, what's the, like, I don't know what the word is, just kind of cheap and disposable and something that everyone else has. It was more just like quality, maybe less, less things, but quality things that you have like a connection to or a story to. And, you know, even when I go reach for a glass in my in like in my kitchen all my glasses are from Amazon and and I just like I wonder if I had 
glasses that were made by an artisan person that I just like got them and I'm so happy that I, I would have so much joy when I went to reach for them not that it would they would have to be more expensive in fact they probably would would have been cheaper you know if I bought them from some woman in Portugal that makes them whatever but I think that's something I've learned is I definitely need to cut back on Amazon in general it's not necessarily good you know company to support necessarily but I just I want to have more intention behind the things that I'm buying for my house or just everyday things that I use like this is so random but my you know I've talked about this on here but my bidet my toilet like it was a little bit expensive but it's something that I genuinely have so much joy going and sitting down on every single day heated toilet seat bidet it's amazing and yeah it was pricey but it's something that genuinely brings me joy every single day where I could have spent that money on you know a pair of shoes that would have given me joy for the hour after I bought them and then never again so I think my priorities with stuff that I invest in and buy needs to be a little bit better and more long-term and special pieces that I'm going to have for a while rather than so disposable order on Amazon don't care if it's here tomorrow type of stuff and I feel like Europe has more more of that quality when it comes to even when it comes to building like obviously the buildings there are older so they are going to look more historic and more you know have more history to them but I just feel like in America, like, do you have to build these buildings to be so bland? Like, there's so much color in Portugal. There's tiles. There's every every building's a different color. It's pink. It's yellow. It's green. And it's so cool and beautiful and fun to look out on the street. But, like, I don't know. When I go out in L.A., it's all just gray and white and black. Like, there's just not much variety, which I guess I can't really change or control. But I definitely think that when I'm building my house... One day, if I build a house, I'm going to make that shit so colorful. And I'm going to put those tiles all over. Like, I'm, it's going to be absolutely insane. Like, that's just my biggest dream. When people say, like, what's what's your biggest dream in life? It's really to create my dream house. And I think I have to follow that dream. And maybe that means I want to go into, like, interior design or something like that, which I have been wanting to do. I have ideas. I have ideas. It's something that's a, a very, I've always been so super interested in. But, yeah, being in Europe has definitely inspired me in that way as well. I have so many photos of just doors, like, in Portugal. Just doors. And even the keys, like, because I was staying in an apartment and they gave me a set of keys to have. And the keys are, like, they look like what you would have on on a necklace they look like a secret garden like enchanted key like a real old-time key because these doors are so old they're ancient doors it was so cool I just love I love living there I love the lifestyle I wish I could just go back I don't know I don't know if America right now I mean especially right now I don't know if it's for me I don't think it's nourishing my soul I think I don't know. I think it's not for me. Like also yesterday, I like I'd landed okay the night before. So yesterday was my first day and I went to training or like I went to a workout kind of class and the instructor was talking about guns. And he was like, "Yeah, I have so many guns back in my home where 
in whatever state. He's like, yeah, it's open carry, which I love. And I have an AR, da, da, da. And he's talking about, he's like, yeah, well, what do you have to protect yourself here in NLA? I'm like, are you expecting me to say that I have a gun? Because I can guarantee you, I definitely do not. And I never will. Like, why are you have so much pride in this? Like, I just don't understand. It's such an American thing. Like, no one in Europe is is thinking about the need to protect themselves and, and open carry and have to have a gun in their pocket at all times. Like, I just, I, I would never even want to hold a gun. Like, that power to just absolutely kill somebody with this one thing. Like, I would just, oh my God, why? Why? Like, I understand there's a lot of instances in LA where there's break-ins and robberies and stuff, but... I don't know like can't like a taser or some pepper spray do the job like why I don't know I I don't know it was just a rough it was a rude awakening to like come home and then that's what the conversation was and even people in the class were like well yeah like I have one and I I sleep next to it in my bed and like thank god because you know you really got to protect yourself out here I'm like why is it like one man for all and everyone has to protect themselves like we're in war like we're why I hate that energy I literally hate that energy coming coming from Portugal where it was very like I think it's one of the safest cities that you can be in but no one no you why do why would I have to think like that I just I I don't know that was also I'm like god do I want to live in America where laws like this are being passed and and I don't even have control over my body in a lot of states like that's absolutely crazy it's not even part of the conversation and in most places in in Europe it's the idea of of wasting so much time and, and energy and laws into like a woman's body and whether she has to give birth or not like why the fuck do we care focus on actual shit that's like happening in life like why do we care <laughs> it's a waste of energy America's priorities are all over the place like what I don't know if I want to like be in this country and and like pay taxes and support this country that right now I just don't stand for a lot of their views I just don't and I do not take pride in having a gun like what the fuck am I wrong like am I crazy like you guys can like tell tell me your point on that but like if I'm living in like a really dangerous place I guess I can validate that but like I'm just some, like, 22-year-old white girl out here living in L.A. I do not need a gun. Like, a what? For what? That's ridiculous to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. That's a whole nother story. It's a whole nother podcast episode. But all I'm saying is it was a rude awakening to come home to that and, and hear that as a conversation. And then, I don't know. Also, just the way that I ate out there, the milk, the food, the bread, everything is made with better ingredients I never felt sick I felt healthy I was walking so much even just being in New York was was good for me because I was walking so much and I just do feel like New York does have a lot more history out of a lot of places in the U.S. like New York does have a lot of history but I don't know maybe LA isn't nourishing for me right now I don't know if it's my place, guys. And that's kind of the question that it's, that's been looming over my head. So I guess I should make a decision about that soon. But <laughs> those are some things I learned while being in Europe. I don't, I don't know how I got into this tangent. This podcast is so 
random sometimes I just sit here and ramble I hope it's entertaining though like I don't know sometimes when I film these I'm like oh my god this is so bad like I'm I have to go approve this like I already know I'm gonna cringe hearing myself and then it somehow like works out and is fine but I hope you guys enjoy it and are sitting there and are like oh yeah like we love it I don't know I am so delusional right now I am so jet lag my eyes aren't meant to be open right now. They are not meant to be open. Oh, man. Okay, guys, I might need to cut this This episode. might be a little bit shorter today. But don't worry, because I just need to recharge and we'll have plenty more episodes for the next millions of weeks of podcasts. D- don't even worry. So that is the end of this podcast episode, everything I learned in Europe. I I did a lot of generalizations in this episode. I was just kind of speaking from whatever. So don't take any of it personally or to heart or just don't argue with me right now. I'm like, I can't deal. I don't know what I even said. (laughs) I'm delusional. Give me a break. That was this podcast episode. I love you guys so much. Please DM me some podcast um, ideas, what you want me to talk about, because you already know I could sit here and talk for literally ages about everything. It's my favorite thing to do. Honestly, like I just I, I love sitting here. So love you guys so much. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.